Welcome to the Courage 1000 Project, the podcast for women seeking the courage to take the next steps in life. My name is Nellie the Story Collector, and I'm on a mission to normalize the emotional cycles all women experience, so we can end the patterns of shame and guilt that are leaving us stuck, held back, and disempowered from making the next chapter of our lives magical. and welcome to another episode of the Courage 1000 Project. I'm super, super excited today because we're talking about the roles we play in our own self-sabotage. And let's face it, we all do it. I've done it. I'm probably going to do it again and you're probably going to do it again. But the more self-awareness we have around it, the easier it gets to move through it. Now, today we have the gorgeous Carly J. Walters with us. I'm going to do her formal introduction and then I'll bring her on. So after living a life of abuse and trauma in her childhood, Carly wanted different for her children and was determined to always be present with them. But after she was pregnant with her third babe, she began to realize that it was kind of draining just being a mum. And I hear you on that one. <laughs> now she's a mother to five, and I have to say hands down to her for having five. <laughs> but more than that, she's embracing all parts of her wild, free, fun, and adventurous spirit that's been squashed over those years. Now she uses her story and journey to be the permission slip for other mamas to move through their role to their truth. She stands for other mothers empower. She. I'll say that again. She stands empowered for other mothers ready to take the journey back to themselves with the core values of love, freedom, joy, and passion being the guide. She is a very unique soul and one that other mums are truly drawn to. So let me bring her on. Hello, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, and thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Now, we've already really jumped into the conversation before we got live. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I would love to know where your story started. Where did all this self-sabotage start for you? Well, for me, it really started at childhood. Like, I had a very traumatic upbringing to start with, and that started a whole heap of self-doubt, a whole heap of self-sabotage, a whole heap of everything negative self I had that from the very beginning I had people telling me that I would never succeed I had people telling me that I would only amount to a sex worker (laughs) that was a fun one I had other people telling me or the same people in my family telling me that I would never be able to marry because they'd pity the person who would marry me so I had all of these sort of stories with me coming up constantly and so it led me down the same path my parents actually went which was into drug addiction which is a very hard place to be in when you're in that sort of space anyway and then from there I turned it around and started to uh, get clean I went to rehab got clean and from there it's just been a journey in itself back through all those self-talks and seeing my shadow self facing off with it and getting to the other side. So what was one of the key steps you did then to actually move through that? Like what roles did you see yourself playing out? Uh, The biggest one that always and still comes up, I still play this and am beautiful at playing it, but I hate playing it at the same time is my (laughs) victim role. Uh, Because I was in that trauma space for so long, it was easier to blame that. Like 
yep, it's because of X, Y, Z. And it's because I had a rough upbringing. And, you know, you, you get stuck into that space of being a victim constantly. And then my husband actually, he sees it now all the time and tells me, you're being a victim. Stop it. Like, ooh, ouch, that hurt. But <laughs> It does hurt. But if it's the truth, you kind of have to accept it and go, okay, what am I going to do about this then? Yeah, definitely. So that's my cue now to go, okay, breathe and come back. Where am I actually? And I'm able to bring back into present and we sort our shit out pretty quickly. Yeah. So what would you say is your biggest victim moment then? Like what was the victim moment that you went, oh, okay, I see this now. I really have to do something about it. My biggest and this I still come back to is it's everything it's everyone else's fault I can't succeed so that would mean that I'd go into because the kids are around I can't succeed because you're home at the moment I have to look after you so I can't succeed I can't do what I want to do because it's all your fault (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I'd have that play up again and again and it may have been different scenarios but it was always came back to I can't succeed because of external circumstances and that even goes back to that well I never I got told that I'd never succeed so I'm never going to succeed and it just has played out again and again Mm, that is a hard one and they do say that um we are especially women we're very afraid of our success oh yeah not and it's funny it's that paradox when we get into it we're like no I'm not afraid of success I want success but then the moment (laughs) you get a touch of it you're like oh hang on a second this is kind yeah. of too big and then you pull away from it definitely and I get triggered a lot like I have a big abandonment underlying issue so I get triggered into that when I'm starting to succeed I'm like no everyone's going to abandon me so screw it I'm not going to do this anymore and it triggers yep. into that abandonment it triggers into the victim and it just all yeah tangles into this mesh of mess <laughs> Uh, I understand. I completely understand. And I do want to say congratulations for just being able to see it because so many yeah. of us can't even see the problem in the first place. Yeah, see, that took a lot of work to actually start to see it and a lot of stepping outside of myself and seeing my own behaviours happening. And it was when my husband and my kids, they actually started calling me out and seeing my kids doing those same sort of things for a lot of the time. I saw my kids doing the behaviours I was doing and because I was calling them out, I'm like, oh, wait, where are they getting that from? Oh, that's me. And that's where it really started to pile on. Like I know in rehab we got told about it and I got called a princess more times than I'd like to imagine because of this behaviour, but I never truly saw it until I started to become a parent and see it through my own children. And then I realised that that was where I needed to start to to shift and actually change things up a bit because I didn't want them to keep on doing that. And that even goes into being more than a mum and having that permission to do more than just being a mum for them as well because if we're not giving ourselves permission to shine, how can we tell them that they can do anything they want to as well? I love that. And our kids are this beautiful reflection for us. (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) It's not always a pleasant reflection, but it's a reflection. (laughs) And I know I'm on the exact same journey. Like my daughter, Lexi, she was the reflection for me. And I'm like, she's this beautifully sensitive soul, but she's really struggling 
with how to express that out in the world. And it was this yeah. beautiful reflection of, oh, I've actually got this really sensitive soul as well and I've suppressed that too. So how do yeah. I encourage her when I don't know it myself? So you kind of have to do the self-work to help them. Yeah, definitely. Like my second born, Tempe, she's, she is me all over, right down to the attitude, right down to the good and the bad. And when she's in her stuckness, I'm like looking at myself now and going, okay, so where am I? not quite honoring myself because that's what it comes down to is I've stopped honoring myself yeah and that can look at like have I actually got up in the morning and actually done a couple of things for myself like if I'm really doing the work I I honor myself in the morning that means taking time away from the kids and filling my cup first so that then I can actually pour to them because if I'm not doing that then I can guarantee that it's going to be a screwy day and that's when Tempe like my reflection seriously she comes up and she makes sure that I hear everything I need to hear and it's from her though and I can see it's hurting her and that hurts me again more so it's like this double impact so now it's like that really strong okay I've got to work and it stopped being then for just her and became for myself as well the more that I did it so Mm -hmm. it's really juicily become this goodness of yes I'm doing this for me and it has more power and I can speak up about it more because it is more for me now and the ripple effect to them is just beautiful. It is kind of like they um, they force us to step <laughs> into our power. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> um, now part of the Courage 1000 project is the mission to normalise the emotional cycles that we all go on. Yes. So I would love to know what sort of emotional cycles do you go on when you're trying to overcome this victim mentality that turns up in your life? Oh, yeah. Um, So I start off with a strong, like, I'm in that, okay, I'm in my power. i got to do this. I get to do this. And it's really a powerful feeling of empowered and confident. And then I cycle down. I actually, I hit this, it feels like I hit a wall, and that's where my victim comes out. And that's in that space of feeling depressed or or. The sadness, fear comes in. Fear is a big one that comes in and that's when the doubt creeps in. That's when all of those sort of emotions come up for me and then the abandonment sort of side of stuff comes in. And then it's a trigger of me stopping and breathing and looking at where actually am I in this and that's where I start to look at those feelings of love and joy because for me courage is actually love in action so if I'm going back to my base of love then I'm able to get through all of that so that's bringing myself back to the present seeing who I am around and knowing that I'm not in the same situations that I used to be in and I'm actually able to move forward and that could be even my husband telling me stop it and (laughs) take take five and that's when I'm like oh yeah okay okay I'm doing something wrong here (laughs) and so yeah going back instead of staying in that victim I'm able to breathe and ground back in and go okay where is love in this moment where am I in this moment and coming back from a lot of the times being in the past coming back into being into now and looking at it in the reality coming back into that loving space. And that's where I hit my passion again. Once I'm in my loving space, I hit passion and adventure again and I'm able to roll again. I like it. I like it. And it is extremely similar to what I've found myself and what I'm teaching is that we've got those five stages that we go through. 
And yeah. you've explained them very, very well that you're in your sorceress, you're powerful, you're magic, everything is happening. And then there's this lull when fear creeps in, yeah. which I call the princess stage because that's when we're <laughs> playing with them. <laughs> yes. So that's what I got hit with was princess in rehab. Yeah. They, yeah, they smash me with that every time I go into victim mode and start. Yep. They, they, you're acting like a princess, and I hated that. But now I use that as motivation. My husband calls me yep. a princess. <laughs> when I hit that stage. It's like that princess stage has that that it's two sides. Like yes, it's fear, it's victim mode. But once you've addressed the fear, there's this beautiful freedom and curiosity and adventure that comes yeah. out in the princess. So, yeah, I get it. Princess has a very derogatory term. <laughs> but at yeah. the same time, there's like I look at some kids and I'm like, she's such a princess, but there's like a fierce princess in there. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and from the sounds of it, you did the same thing. After your princess, you step into this place of addressing the shame and guilt because you're yeah. addressing the fear and forgiving yourself and going, okay, I'm going to move through this. Yeah. And then you get to actually take responsibility. You become self-reliant and you're like, I get it now. I get yeah. why I've done this and I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm moving forward. <laughs> yeah. And you learn a lesson. It, each time it may be a different space that you're hitting but you yes. may and you go into the same victim mode but you're able to learn a lesson. Okay, so this time I've hit this fall. This time I've hit this fall so I can do this next time. And yes. it just keeps on building that resilience up so that you actually get to a higher space as well. Yeah. And I believe that our our emotions are a cycle. And yeah. that until we embrace it as a cycle, we stop shaming ourselves so quickly and then we can move through it easier. Yeah, have more compassion for ourselves, which is really nourishing. Like the amount of times that I've stopped having compassion for myself and that's where a really big block comes in is unbelievable but as soon as i've gone oh, okay this is happening cool that's okay you're okay and nourishing and i find like it's an inner child wound as well like it really for me especially having the background i do it really comes from that wounding inside that i need to nourish yeah so yeah. and i know like some people it won't be an inner child as such it won't be from like a traumatic background but for some people it's something very simple and it becomes like a motherhood wounding or a paternal wounding and there's something unhealed and that's where a lot of these issues that come through come through from and it's just yeah. constantly working on that and i think like what you said like yes you've had quite substantial trauma in your background yeah but everybody's level of trauma affects them in a different way so somebody who's yeah. extremely sensitive could just have somebody going, I don't like you, and could have the same level of trauma carried throughout their life as yeah. to say somebody like you. Yeah, and definitely. To me, that's part of that normalization. Like we're all going through these cycles, regardless of how bad your trauma was in the past. Yeah, that's why, like, never discount anyone's trauma. If they say they've had some trauma, and just because it may not look like trauma to me, I will never discount it because I know that there's like different levels and different spaces and everyone's affected differently. Like, and it like could go into like someone having a car accident. Someone may go, oh yeah, I'm fine and walk it off. Other people will be shaken for the rest of their life and not be able to drive because of it. Like yeah. it's really a person to person, really personal basis. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what I did want to touch on is 
we've touched on the first three stages of self very beautifully that you've got your princess <laughs> um, we move into that mother goddess stage which is where yes. you face the shame the guilt and you have the compassion for yourself then we step into that wild woman where you start getting very strong self-reliant and going i'm getting over my own shit and moving forward now <laughs> but then we've got that dark queen journey which is that intuition so i'd love mm. to know for you when you're moving through this cycle what happens when you hit that intuitive stage and you start looking to the future? What sort of emotions come up for you around that? Oh, that's a good one because it's a real big mixture for me depending on how powerful I've and how well I've nurtured myself to begin with. I mm. could either go into a really quiet zone where I find that that's my space to rest. That's my space where I rest and receive the next level and that's that intuitive for me is really yeah receiving all the information I need to from whatever space it comes from or the other thing is I get louder and I get more ambitious and start speaking more and go yep I can create this and get really creative and so it yeah. comes from that either quiet or creative space for me yeah and that makes sense because part of the dark queen's journey is self-worth yeah. So you get to this point where you're like, I can do this and I'm worthy of having this. And, and you get really fired up to move forward again. Yeah. It's that <laughs> really juicy, flavoursome life, yeah, essence. Yeah. Comes and out. it comes from within. And you can see yeah. that it's coming from within, that you're fired up and ready to move forward in life. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to know what's happened after all this. So you've had these roles playing out in your life. You've seen your own self-sabotage. You're deliberately working through your emotional cycles to move through it. But now what's happened for you? What's this brought into your life? Uh, it brought so much. Like I, I hit a really big wall of postnatal depression, which found myself in those roles really deeply. And from there, that's been my really big journey. And the first step, like once I said, look, I need help because I was in a place where I couldn't do it myself. So I reached that point of going, okay, I need help now. I got the help and then started doing it for myself. And since then, I've been able to go into the entrepreneurship, online entrepreneurship. I have been able to tell my story a lot more and actually be able to vocalize things in a way that I never could before and I always wanted to, which is powerful as hell. And now in this last six months, since I've really stepped up into it, I've been able to be a part of a book. I have been on podcasts speaking my stories more and I've really up leveled in my business because I've grounded into knowing who I am and where I'm going and that's a lot about nurturing other mothers to be able to come through this same sort of journey themselves and come out the other side as their most empowered and impactful inspired abundant beautiful selves mm, I like that I like that and you've definitely created so much magic by going through these cycles and taking responsibility and being that empowered person that you are now, life is just opening up for you in magical ways. Oh, definitely. Like as soon as I took those first steps and continue to take it, like that's a big thing that I've noticed. If I'm not consistent in taking them because for like two years I was doing doing the work but I wasn't consistently doing it and I'd step back yeah. in and it was that cyclic. I'd be on for a week and then almost a month I'd be out then on for a week then and it slowly built up from there because I was 
going, okay, no, I need to do more. I'm doing this better. And I was yeah. being more than doing. I was being the person I wanted to be. So it extended out. And now, yes, I still fall into it, but it may be half a day sometimes. Sometimes it stretches out to a day, but maximum of half a day in victim mode. And then I'm like, okay, let's do this. I'm good now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And because I took that, it kept on going to open up and go, okay, universe is giving me all this because I felt worthy to receive it again. I like it. And that is a big issue that especially mums are facing, that once we have children, it's like our self-worth just disintegrates. There's nothing there. Yeah, and when you don't have much to begin with, it just, it's gone, completely gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then when you've got a mini version of you, (laughs) you're like, "Um, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I would love to know, for anybody who is at the beginning of your journey, so maybe they've finally realised they're playing victim in certain areas of their life, there's other roles playing out as well, what message do you have for them? What can you say to inspire them to keep keep on the path? I always look at this sort of question because I've been asked this before. I look at it and ask myself, what would I want to be like told back then? Yeah. Because right now, like if I was saying it to someone at my base, it would just be stop it move your shit on and stuff it. But <laughs> yeah. back back then it would be show compassion to yourself and see, allow yourself to see yourself in these because once you have that awareness of it, then you can start to shift. So the first step, just see yourself, be compassionate and embrace that, okay, I am doing this. I love that. I love that. And especially if you're in victim mode, you're playing princess if somebody tells you what to do, the rebellion kicks up and you're like, no, go away, I'll do my own thing. Exactly. <laughs> so it's you seeing yourself. I love it. I really, really love that. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today, Carly. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and I'm sure I'm going to have you on again to chat about more stuff. <laughs> uh, I'd love to be here again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, for anybody who would like to connect with Carly, the details are in the description. Um, So please feel free to connect with her, especially if you are a mama in business because that is your jam. It is. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay, let me just bring myself up. Now, um, what did I need to say here? Um, So, yes, you can connect with Carly in the description um, and join us next week for another amazing interview with another awesome guest um, as we continue on this cycle sharing stories of courage from women because I know when we share these stories of courage that we are inspiring other women to stand up and see that what we experience is normal. There is nothing wrong with us. There is nothing that needs to be shamed guilted we are perfect the way we are and the more stories we hear from everyday women the more we realize that it's exactly that we are awesome (laughs) so join us next week Um, and until then love and kindness everyone if you'd like to join me on my mission to normalize the emotional and intuitive cycles all women go through join my free community at nellies.com.au